Chapter Sixteen of the Tale of Grandfather Mole. Read for LibriVox.org. The Tale of Grandfather Mole by Arthur Scott Bailey. Chapter Sixteen. Grandfather Mole's Visitor. Whatever Grandfather Mole's neighbors might say of him, they never could claim that he was lazy. He was always busy. When he wasn't eating or sleeping, you could be quite sure that he was digging. He never seemed to be satisfied with his house, but was forever making what he called improvements. If there was one thing he liked, it was plenty of halls. He had halls running in every direction, and since a person could never tell in which one Grandfather Mole might be, Visitors might roam about his dark galleries a long time without finding him. If anybody happened to point out to Grandfather Mole that his house had such a drawback, Grandfather Mole always answered that he liked his house just as it was, and that he wouldn't change it for anything, except to add a few more halls. He was very set in his ways. He claimed that he wouldn't be comfortable in a house that had maybe only two halls, a front and a back one, as Billy Woodchuck's dwelling was known to contain. Maybe that was the reason why Grandfather Mole never went visiting, and as for anybody else visiting him, well, what was the use when most likely you never could find him? Nevertheless, there was one of Grandfather Mole's neighbors who called at his house frequently, and for the very reason that he knew he could probably do exactly as he pleased. Far from trying to find Grandfather Mole, Mr. Meadow Mouse always took pains to avoid him, and if by chance he met Grandfather Mole in one of his galleries, Mr. Meadow Mouse was always extremely polite and ready to run at a moment's notice. During corn-planting time, Mr. Meadow Mouse went regularly down into a gallery of Grandfather Mole's that ran under a corner of the cornfield. And somehow he soon grew quite plump. Now Grandfather Mole had met Mr. Meadow Mouse two or three times in that particular gallery, and he was not slow to notice that his visitor looked fatter each time he saw him. So one day, Grandfather Mole asked Mr. Meadow Mouse bluntly what he was doing there. I'm taking a stroll, Mr. Meadow Mouse told him meekly. Be careful, Grandfather Mole warned him. Be careful that you don't take anything else. Trembling slightly, for Grandfather Mole could be terribly severe when he wanted to be, Mr. Meadow Mouse said that he hoped Grandfather Mole didn't mind if a person took a little exercise now and then in those underground halls. On a warm summer's day, it's delightfully cool down here, Mr. Meadow Mouse murmured. His speech pleased Grandfather Mole. I'm glad there's someone that agrees with me, he exclaimed. 
Most people think I'm queer because I like to live underground. Mr. Meadow Mouse hastened to assure him that he didn't think him queer, not in the least. Thank you, thank you, Grandfather Mole said. And since you're a person of more sense than I had supposed, you're welcome to ramble through my halls, so long as you don't take anything except exercise and a stroll. Then it was Mr. Meadow's Mouse's turn to thank Grandfather Mole. I feel better, he said, now that you've given me permission to come here, for to tell the truth, I've often felt that I was taking a chance. So matters went on smoothly for a time, and Mr. Meadow Mouse spent hours in the gallery under the cornfield, and he grew fatter every day. Naturally, he did not take such pains to dodge Grandfather Mole after the talk they had had. And when the two met one evening, Grandfather Mole stopped Mr. Meadow Mouse. There's something I want to say to you, he remarked. I noticed you're looking extremely well fed, and I hope you're not eating any of my angleworms. Mr. Meadow Mouse laughed right in Grandfather Mole's face. Oh, no, he replied. Nor any of my grubs or bugs, Grandfather Mole persisted. Certainly not, said Mr. Meadow Mouse, making a wry face as he spoke, for he was rather a dainty person, and then he whispered something to Grandfather Mole. Oh, said Grandfather Mole, so that's it, eh? Well, I don't mind. I never eat anything of that sort. Take all you want of it. End of chapter 16